and welcome to Fate of the Pods. Hi, everyone. My name is Arrow. And my name is Rainy Day. And thank you for joining us on our first ever of hopefully many future podcasts. Um, you know, it's been a long time coming in the making of this this big guy. We're really excited to have it up and going. <laughs> yes. Um, so what we're kind of doing here, I guess, the, the concept of this show is to talk a little RuneScape, talk about uh, some real life stuff and just kind of have a conversation. And um, we don't take things seriously here at all. So <laughs> keep that in mind. Um, today's topic, I guess, um, start at the beginning. RuneScape beginnings, first logins, account creation. Early memories. Yes. First few friends, the ones that don't play anymore. <laughs> Literally, um, like, none of them. <laughs> none of them. Um, so how old were you when you made your first real account? Okay, so my first ever account, which I'm lucky to say is still the one that I actively play on, was created back in August of 2007. So I was about like eight years old. Work. And yeah, it was at a public library and it was me, my brother and a couple of my cousins. I think I'm the only one who actively still plays. So good for me or good for them. But yeah. <laughs> I was kind of in the same boat. Like I was introduced to RuneScape by like my really good childhood friends that I hung out with all the time. And like came over to their house one day and they're like, yo, we're playing this new game. You gotta play, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. Um, was not like, a, I mean, I was 11 years old. Um, I was also in 2007, so high five Rainy. Um, and yeah just started kind of out of the blue one day had never heard of it before and some odd how many years later 13 years later still on this damn game but Four, 14 yeah uh um game has changed quite a bit since then i i remember my first struggle was i was um this uh I was stuck in a Lumbridge castle and if you click the wall you end up going backwards instead of forwards it's something weird well I wasn't going the direction I wanted to and I was freaking out and then my cousin was like hit the smiley face button and message somebody and I was like how is that gonna get me out of here um it was just not a fun experience I I remember rage quitting um early on because I just didn't know what to do and there was one this one point it was a completely different place it was like months after i was stuck in the trees of the drainer manor like the front area and it was dark and i was like i don't know what to do and so my brother came and he hit the home teleport button and i was back at lumbridge i was like oh my god yes it's daytime it's no longer spooky so yeah that's yeah um I'm trying to, was it just me or was this like a fever dream I had? Was there like a YouTube video very early on when we started playing that were like the knights who say knee? And it was like a scene that was in like the Lumbridge dining hall. And it's just like a bunch of knights animated to just be like dancing around and they just say knee. 
or something i have i've never watched it but i definitely know it exists okay like i'm not making this up <laughs> okay yeah um so that video and then the other video um where it was like they were attacking someone was like breaking into the banks of RuneScape and it obviously was fake but it was like a wizard was like was it the, yeah it's the wise old man wise old man yeah okay that's <laughs> like breaking into like the Draenor bank and just like KOing everybody yep I remember that holy crap that definitely happened um, um the random events I always dreaded oh the evil God. chicken because I thought it was gonna be an instant kill I was always anticipating it but I completely forgot about random events until you just brought it up. Yeah. Oh my god. If if you got random event, like you're AFK or whatever, and then you come back, your random event is the maze. Log out. Coming back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, or when the sandwich lady comes, and I don't know if you like misclick or you forget, or you just don't click the, the right one. one and she just and smacks you, the shit out of you. And you're in some random place not where you were cutting trees Ugh. literally yeah or you are cutting trees and like an ant spawns and breaks your axe yeah and i also they still exist but you know those mysterious like hooded wizard drainer ever poured out before they die and i remember just like i used to hit them and then run away because you can't kill them and obviously you don't want to be killed by them either you, do you know those figures I'm talking about? Um, They're literally like human, like hooded people. Are they, like they're wearing a black hood. And you, they, every time you like get them to zero HP, they, they're like, oops, gotta go. They've been around for a very long time. Where are these at? Drainer Village. Oh God. No, I, I can't off the top of my head. I don't remember them, but I believe you. Thank you. I will. <laughs> I believe your experience. Okay, so let's talk a little little about how about the start tutorial island, everyone's favorite place. Does it still exist in RS3? <clears throat> there there's an island of it on the map, but I don't I don't think you can access it. Okay, I recently made um like an alt on old school just for to like steal a specific username and then like haven't played it since but in old school i know they still have tutorial island lucky them i remember they stopped tutorial island and they had this really bad thing and it was like you learn a few skills it just wasn't the same i just remember you stealing something and then the guy was like "Ooh, loot or something stupid and i was like patch this up bring back tutorial island yeah i feel like whatever is there now i mean hindsight's 2020 if you've never played the game tutorial island is actually like helpful yeah. otherwise if you've played it you're like jesus christ click 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 but i feel like if you're starting the game now and you do whatever it is starting on rs3 like you have no idea what the fuck you're getting into yeah um that's yeah yeah it's just different which is fine i mean because Tutorial Island was a tutorial. It literally, all the tabs like quest, skills, bank, friends, ignore, you would go through and you'd learn every single one of them. And then that's when they would like pop up on your things you can click. Right. 
I mean, if anything, it was like learning how to use the interface. Yeah. Which has also changed drastically over time. Um, okay, let's talk about what you liked about the game right away. What what drew you into returning playership on this game we call RuneScape? The character models. Like, I liked running around. I liked equipping random stuff that I didn't know what it was. And, and then you'd meet people and they'd be like, oh, this exists. Like, changing your outfit for the first time or your hairstyle. Um, that was really fun or just talking to people or even the um the path from lumbridge to varrock and those dark wizards smack you because you're low level and oh, they're aggressive they murder you multiple times yeah yeah yes i definitely i definitely enjoyed like the playing with friends right away that's probably the reason why i was able to stick with it at the beginning was i was playing it with friends almost exclusively um, but I think what kept me on, I, I really enjoyed like the, like the almost subliminal competitiveness of like skilling and like, oh, my, my level's higher than yours now. Like, oh, did you get this yet? Did you unlock this yet? Um, I liked that a lot. Yeah. Or like talking to a random NPC and then you start a quest and then next thing you know, you're baking a cake. You're baking a cake, you're making bread. Yeah. Um, you're making, yeah, five course meals. It's a 20 minute quest. The best in the game. Yeah. Um, also, I, I should preface that um, I will say a decent chunk of RuneScape words incorrectly, like pronounce them incorrectly. Um, I think I might have just been dyslexic for the longest time. And then like how I said it when I was younger, when I first like saw the words, it just, it stuck with me now. Like I can't, you know, reroute that brain path. It's there forever. So for example, I think it's called Ardoni, right? Like it's, East and West. It's, it's Ardoin. Ardoin. Oh, see, I can't, I don't even know. Anyway. Guess yeah, what? but yeah. This is how That's I, <laughs> I say it. And I know this is totally wrong, but I say it West Andro. That completely works. Cause for me, there are actual wor words that exist on Rootscape that also exist in the real world that I've, I don't mispronounce them anymore, but I used to. Like the K in Scythe was pronounced. There is no K in Scythe, but I used to say Scythe. Oh. And you know, it was bad. And then, that that's just one example or i was very confident that the city of cather catherby was catherby like you could not convince me otherwise i know i but yeah but the the scythe being scythe i just i it was i was just dumb it's scythe right it's definitely scythe okay and is it is it scimitar or scimitar i think it's yeah it's scimitar okay but you, you 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 would call it rune skimmy, wouldn't you? Like yeah, the rune the simmy. fun version of it. It was it rune simmy or skimmy, but I know it's scimitar. See, I guess in my head I always said simmy, which sounds it's probably stupid. Simmy. No, but, but rune in my mind it was like rune skimmy, even though I know it's rune scimitar. I. Or I 
for the longest time i was like what is what does 2h mean like a rune 2h sword but oh, yeah. if you it's two-handed you know you hold it with two hands runescape taught me a lot yeah <laughs> this game taught me real world like <laughs> things that i was supposed to learn in high school runescape taught me oh that's a whole nother another thing like i am able to type at six trillion words per minute because of this game same well i don't type that fast but i type my my speed is because of runescape it would have been a lot slower without it i yeah i remember in like did you ever have to take those class like computer classes in like seventh and eighth grade where it was like yeah. competency <laughs> i would annihilate everybody in my class i was the first done and like all the typing things like had like the best words per minute the most like accuracy and i was like and what maybe you guys should pick up a hobby or something i don't know 100 percent true um it's just the name of the game like you yeah absolutely spend thousands of hours of your life on this game you might get good at typing uh, a short um a short pay outpay something that i earned for giving this game my money over the years is yeah word typing accuracy absolutely so let's move on um what were some of your favorite things to do right away when you started playing? What aspects of the game were you like, hmm, this is really fun. I enjoy I enjoy my time here. Well, I spent the good first few of my um, years on RuneScape as free to play. I couldn't justify paying money for a game at the time. They just, yeah, no, I wasn't doing it. And I will say that the only reason I am an active member is because of bonds. So I started actively playing again in 2013. But anyway, um, I really liked killing cows. Like I spent a good majority of the time in Lumbridge and Varrock, like all the free to play world um, areas and cities. And there was this non-player character named G and he would assign you jobs and he would, you would give, he would give you money. And I really liked him. He doesn't do that anymore, which sucks, but so you're, I do appreciate him. So cow killing was on the top of the list for you? Absolutely. Okay. And I remember I wasn't, I, it took me so long to train ranged and I, I think everybody did it killing chickens, the, oh, the yeah. chicken coop. I don't know if my experience is different from everybody's, but I want to say that a lot of people did that there too. I hope people did. Yeah, um, definitely cow killing, sorry PETA. Um, uh, using magic on like the ducks in Lumbridge to get like your first oh, couple levels. Yeah, that and um, that lesser demon that was in jail in the wizard's tower oh, was also good for magic experience. I totally forgot about that. Yep, that's for sure. I don't know why, but one of my f like, what I love to do. I was a member pretty quickly. I knew at a very young age that I was going to be addicted to this game for life. So I've been a member for a while. Anyway, my one of my favorite things to do was go to Castle Wars. And this was um, 
pre-grand exchange time so if like you wanted to buy anything in bulk or any like weapon or armor you went to castle wars and just like spammed and hoped someone was selling you know dragon plate legs for 160k or whatever they were um castle wars at its peak so fun so fun outside of like all the good people having um ancients and just like barraging you barraging you like one hitting you essentially but i got i would say a majority of my early combat experience was exclusively from castle wars that's pretty that's honestly really cool because i've played a total of five castle war games in my life um i missed out on the glory days of it but it it does seem like a really fun mini game to play though to actually play not to afk for halos um first of all rude um <laughs> i think i have 730 games logged and that's just logged that i can quick chat um i played i don't know probably another 100 games on top of that in like the years before they started tracking stuff um yes i afk'd a lot of castle wars but i mean i will one day go to get the halos because they're pretty cute and also the shields they have a lot of good cosmetic items they do yeah i mean uh, i guess the one thing about getting the profound title or whatever that requirement is is that i do have like all three halo overrides which is nice yeah, but I will say the Profound Halo is terrible. Like, they did everybody who did that trim requirement wrong yeah, with they, that Halo that is actually a tiara. They did us very dirty. I know. I know. They tried. They kind of list. I mean, the fact that they did give us something when we were just like, hey, you can't just take this wreck away and not, you know, give the people who did it some like kickback so they did listen to us which i appreciate but yeah it's not it's not it it ain't it chief not at all um i think we could maybe should we move on to kind of our special segments here yes okay you can i'll let you start with the the npc okay so each podcast we're gonna have an npc non-player character of the day and the one I'm choosing for the first episode is going to be the one and only Calphite King. Um, beep, beep, this, beep, this bug deserved some lore. The amount of like energy that was put into Next, which don't get me wrong, I love Next to death. Calphite King got none of it. He's just a bug that you kill. And he deserves like so much more respect and I feel like with um, the expansion of the desert like Menaphos and stuff he should have been included he should have like I'm really glad he doesn't have a 16 second entrance animation before you get to attack him um, but he he, <laughs> he deserved he deserves more um, I'm gonna but yeah be and it's also a fun boss to kill um see i'm gonna disagree with you there in the sense of it's a fun boss to kill <laughs> but i also have that feeling about most bosses so you know take that for a grain of salt um 
I he I think he's a fun boss. I I have honestly haven't killed fucking KK in like probably at least two years. Yeah, so it is an an old boss. I think it was one of the first bosses released after EOC. Um and a lot of people that I talk to that kind of don't really play RS3 anymore have really good memories about killing it when it was like an earlier boss. So I, cause I did, I've only started killing it like within the last six months or so. But um, I do appreciate the good memories they had of killing it with a few of their friends when it was first released. Cause I, mean, I didn't get that, but yeah. Right. I mean, it was like super fun at the beginning or like, if your clan decided to go do like KK night and bring like 20 people and everyone just get blue bombed or like yeah. <laughs> life away, that was kind of fun. Like the memes were fun about it. I think what deterred me, um, one is that, I mean, I'm not sweaty, so I can't, or I don't choose to solo it. That's, you know, it's hashtag team too much for me, but like even with, with that at the time, drag wars weren't that much. I mean, drag wars had gotten down to like 14, 15 mil max each, and it was just not worth, like I could have done, you know, other bosses for faster that gave me better drops. But yeah, since then, I mean, what, drag wars are sitting at like 40, 50 mil now, 50 mil plus. Yeah, it's it's a good, um, it's it's good money today for what it is. I feel like for a while it wasn't, but now it is, especially the offhands. So good for KK. It, did they rise because of rumbling component or what do they give? They, yeah, they, they do give rumbling components. Okay. Um, the chitons do, but um, also the offhands are good. There's something about offhands in this game. I, I think it's for the repriser stuff, the defenders. Yeah that's the reason they're higher i i'm no expert in that field but yeah something about that it yeah the offhand to main hand discrepancies have gotten pretty wild like have you looked at what seismic like offhand wand to orb is yeah it's like three times the amount it's disgusting i'm so yeah it's yeah it's for the defender stuff i think because it's in demand I, the singularity it, is more in demand than the wand. Dude, sing is so much. Yeah, I, I saw that the other day and I was literally like, who in the what? Why? <laughs> I couldn't wrap my brain around it. Yeah, but, but it's it's not what it used to be. It used to be crazy expensive back when Virago was the new, the it boss. The um, Yeah, the only the good people could do Virago. Kill it. Yeah. But back when tier 90s were first the thing that was a time to be alive that is true um, big if true i will yeah. agree yes like when um virago came out and then what else what else was what else, what two 90s are there oh uh, ascensions oh yeah 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 i've i've i have one um I don't even know what the bosses are called. The Order of Ascension bosses. Like Legios, I have one kill. Sextus. Yeah, Legios. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're. I have a my PR, my personal best is a one twenty nine or something. But I also have one kill, so you can't tell me that I'm bad, and it should be like. 
four Less seconds or seconds. whatever. Yeah. yeah, whatever the stupid shit people can do nowadays. <laughs> like, yeah, I probably I think I have two kills. Um, yeah, I I did it once, and I was like, probably never again. See, my 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 big smart brain thinks in the way that is this worth like me devoting my time or you know by the time i would possibly get good at this boss to like make a really good profit off it or get the items that it drops and like use it for myself by the time that happens there might be another boss with like better stuff coming out yeah but That's for <laughs> i i do get where you're coming from um i'm also sort of lazy that that's a big thing um i have something to add to the laziness but i will say that legios are a good um if it's for me if a boss log is doable like i can do it i'm gonna eventually go for it i probably won't get go for legios anytime soon but i will eventually do it because it it is easy even though with the keys and stuff it's gonna be a money sink before you get profit but for laziness back when there was a time where i could only pvm on specific days because pvming made me really nervous and i was like i can only do it on the weekends and this was also before presets and there was only one boss portal and stuff oh yep but yeah i used to be really weird about that I mean, I've never been a fan of PVM, and we can save this for a later episode, absolutely. But I mean, like, to go back to kind of my point of like just being lazy and waiting, like when Araxor came out, I was like, this is just hard enough for me that by the time I would get good at it, like some a better weapon like set would be out. And it's like, you know, I'm just gonna wait. <laughs> Yeah, a PVM podcast would is in the works because Araxor coming out, it was back when Reaper was a comp requirement and all the people that didn't do PVM were really upset. That, were yeah. very upset because they couldn't really kill it and it was like a solo boss. Ugh. Or yeah, and or duo just wasn't simply worth it. I know. And honestly, comp Rex and stuff, that is a whole nother podcast because i could go yeah. off into like <laughs> the stratosphere of like heat just seeping from my body about issues with that so anyway we, we'll move on to um our second segment here that we're gonna plan on doing for upcoming podcasts um it's called runescape in real life rsirl we're gonna take one skill every podcast and kind of relate it to um, something that has happened in current events of the world and then kind of just talk about you know stuff outside of RuneScape for a little bit. So um, my skill that I have chosen is strength and I'm going to use it in the context of the Conor McGregor snapping his leg <laughs> in the fight last night. Um, you watched it, right? Yes, I did. Okay. I mean, when it happened, I didn't, like, until they showed, like, the replays of it, I thought he literally just had slipped and fallen over. And, like, he had just, like, messed up his footing or something. It was, like, sweat on the ground, something, and just had, like, fallen down. I had no idea until, like, the round was over. 
And then he like tried to move his leg and like his ankle didn't move with the top of his leg. I was like, ooh. ooh. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't notice it either. And I was like, whoa. And then they played it back and I saw it. And then later on Twitter, I saw the actual like moment that uh, it snapped. Uh, yeah. Like the bottom of his tibia was like touching the ground along with his ankle. Yeah. Which, I don't I mean, you're kicking as hard as you can with some of these people, and then their adrenaline's just out of this world in those fights. They can't even tell. Like, he probably like microfractured it right at the beginning of the fight, and then I don't know what he did, but like just he complete back wrong or something. Yeah. yeah, and it was weak, and it just. Yeah, but as the shit talker he is, like, I'm not glad that that happened to him but it's better that he did that to himself because he wouldn't let dustin go at all as if like he could he had a reason to blame it on him you know yeah he would have uh, lost he did that, that to himself yeah he was losing that fight handedly like uh yeah he wasn't gonna win that and i didn't really like because i don't care that much but i didn't really read into like all the the stuff that had been said between the two kind of leading up to the fight that initially you know last time they had fought i guess it was pretty um like they were not i wouldn't say friends but like things were a lot better between the two and then between then and like mcgregor coming back now mcgregor just was like saying some like awful shit about like literally killing him putting him in a coffin or something and i was like I, I don't like boxing isn't or kickboxing martial arts whatever it is MMA all of it's kind of lumped in the same group in my head none of that is particularly cool enough for me to buy into the people saying the most obscene crazy shit like I don't know I don't know what your take is on the whole fighting thing I don't know if you grew up watching it a bunch I've only recently started watching UFC and uh, this type of stuff. I unfortunately spent a good chunk of my time watching WWE and it was entertaining for those days, but um, I feel like, uh, yeah, I do get where you're coming from, but I feel like the shit talking, especially like the type of stuff um, McGregor says, it's like played up a lot. And there's a lot of people that love that about him. But um, yeah, he, regardless of his injury, yeah, he does. He needs to pack it up. Um, he was gonna lose though. Yeah, for sure. Um, he should just go back to making like watch commercials. Is that what he did for a while? Like he was in some big like Oh, I have no idea. Like, I have to go look into that. Yeah, yeah like, literally, he was just, like, a sponsor where he just um, was, like, in the commercial for, like, five seconds wearing the watch. You know, like, how celebrities would be in, like, uh, perfume ads or something, like, get the new yeah. Dior, blah, 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 blah. He was, like, that for one of these watches. It was, I don't know. But, anyway, um... I think that kind of wraps it up for our first pod, don't you think? Yes. 
Yes. Um, thank you so much for everybody who kind of listened, who stuck along with us today. Um, we've got got a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. Yes. And yeah, for everybody that stuck around to the end, thank you so much for being with us for our first ever podcast. Yes. All right. Um, well, uh, what we need like a sign off. You know, what, what should be our sign off, Rainy? Um, you know, given, I feel like may the fate be with you has a nice ring to it. May the fate be with you. Yes. Yes. Perfect. All right. Well, may the fate be with all of you and we will see you on the next one. Yes. Bye everyone.